Hi there. Welcome to Take the Stage, the podcast for speakers on the speaking life. We're going to dive into what it means to run a speaker business, how to get booked, how to keep your records, how to create messages that matter and make a difference. I'm Mary Snyder. I'm your host. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm here to help you take the stage. Hey there, I'm so glad you're joining me today. We are talking about how you can become a standout virtual speaker. Now, live events are returning. You know how I feel about that. I believe they're coming back and we will be back on the stage and together again. But virtual events aren't going away. There are going to be virtual opportunities for you as a speaker, and I want to make sure that you are well-equipped, you are well-prepared, and that when you get that call that says, hey, can you do our virtual event, you'll be able to say yes with great confidence. So let's dive in. Now, the first thing I want to talk about, let's talk about equipment. You do not need a podcasting mic. You can have a podcasting mic if you want one, but I encourage you to get something other than what your laptop has. That is not a great sound quality. So I would encourage you to consider possibly a lapel mic. Now, I know you just went, what? Yes. Plugs directly into your computer, has a nice long 20, maybe it's not 20 feet. Eh, several feet cord. And it allows you to be a little bit more free because the mic sits on you and you're not hovering over a microphone. Now, we're both speakers, so I can talk to you about this. I This sitting still and speaking into a podcasting mic is probably one of my biggest challenges as a speaker who podcast. So I hope you can relate with me on that. If you've ever been on a podcast, I know so many of you have, and some of you have your own podcast. It's a challenge for us to be chained to a mic. So it's going to make you feel more natural to have a lapel mic because you're going to be able to have some movement. Now you can spend a lot of money on a lapel mic. Well, you could spend a ton of money on one, but you can get a quality lapel mic for really affordable. I just got one because I'm using it to do some virtual things. I'm going to be using it for my virtual events. Now, let's also talk about lighting. Here's the deal. We all need to be well lit. When you're doing a virtual event, you want to be well lit. You can spend a fortune on lighting or you can buy an affordable ring light. I like a square light because I wear glasses and I don't like to see the big ring in my glasses. Um, so I use two there. I just call them. They're not squares or rectangles. I use two lights on either side of me. Like, you know, I'm holding my hands up, but you can't see them. So if you go, you know, so it's, they're both hitting at my face, but they're not directly in front of me. So I do that because that's the lighting I like. Now, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you guys, everything's going to be linked in show notes uh, with a link to the Amazon store that has everything. So you can know where to find this. And I've got expensive to very affordable 
on all these things, the mics, the lighting. So let's now talk about what your space looks like. I just want to speak a word of truth over everybody who's ever been on a Zoom call that has that one person that is in their bedroom and they have not made their bed or they've got their dirty clothes behind them. Come on. Now, come on. Just turn your computer around. You're going to need to figure out and find a space within your house that has great connection. We're going to talk about that next. And also that good lighting we discussed. And that is quiet and where your sound's not going to reverberate. So you don't want to be in a room full of glass and hardwood floors. If you have a lot of hard surfaces, throw a rug down. I have a couple of rugs in my in my office and I added a soft chair, some drapes because I do have hardwood and I wanted a softer sound. Internet connection. I highly recommend you hardwire your internet. Y'all, it is so easy. I thought it was going to be difficult. You just plug one thing into one thing into your router box and the other into your computer or you have to get a dongle if you're like me and your computer is a Mac and it only has the weird little funny connections. You're hardwired. Now you aren't dependent upon the Wi-Fi signal that in, in where I live, you know, and I know it's coming out of the same box, but it can be a little unreliable at times. So that's another thing. Back to that virtual space. Let me tell you a fun and easy tip. A piece of material and a couple of hooks. You can run a piece of material behind you. Make sure it's long enough. I bought drapery. I bought just plain old drapes in a color that I loved and I ran it behind me. There are bars that, um, tension rod bars that are as wide as 12 feet. My office one way is only 11 feet wide. So it was perfect for me. You can also buy um, things that you hang from the ceiling. And that would be something that you would hang those on. But in all actuality, you can put three or four little hooks up at the ceiling line, tack that drapery up there, and you've got a beautiful backdrop if you're going to do it against a wall that's busy, or you can do it to like hide you from the rest of the house. So just think creatively. It doesn't have to be expensive. I know one person that had a giant piece of cardboard that they spray painted. It looked awesome. I know somebody else that did a wall that's made out of just scrap wood that her husband kind of pieced together and it just stands up behind her. It's not fancy. It looks like a reclaimed shiplap wall. Don't don't drive yourself crazy over this. Make it simple. Literally, an ironed bed sheet will work. Ironed was the key there. <laughs> So you want it to look professional. Understand that virtual space. Know what's going on behind you. Now, let's go into the the meat of what it means to be a virtual speaker. Learn how to use your voice. Now, I know that sounds silly, but you are alone in a room and you've got to sound excited about what you're delivering. So 
understand that people are on the other side of that screen. You may not be able to see them, but they're there. Get excited. Know how to use your voice to draw people in and to engage them in what you will share. Speed is a big part of that. Diction, well enunciated words, and the timbre of your voice. So your voice can go very high, but I want to encourage you to talk from your diaphragm. That's down there. If you put your hand over your midsection, you want to talk from your diaphragm, not from up here in your throat, because listen to the difference. This is me talking from my throat. It gets sore. Talk from down here in your diaphragm. It's much richer. The tone is deeper. So practice that. Practice talking from your diaphragm. Also, practice. Practice talking into a computer. I know it sounds crazy. Record yourself. Do some live video. Maybe it's a Zoom you record, or maybe you just go into whatever uh, application you have on your computer, and you do your talk, and then you listen to yourself back. Also, body language. I know, I know. You're thinking, body language? All they can see is from my, you know, neck up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to encourage you to back up a little bit. Because you've got that lapel mic if you're going that route. And that gives you a little bit more of a space. Now, don't, don't put a lot of head space above you. You want to fill the frame that you're in. So if you back up a little bit, Make sure that you angle that that camera just right. And on that note, let's talk about cameras. Now, you can use the camera on your device, on your laptop, but you might want to consider buying an external camera. Laptop cameras aren't known to be incredibly great. I know Macs aren't. The MacBooks are not known to be great. So purchasing an external camera can really crisp up and make that a much nicer video. And again, I'll have some links for the affordable and the more expensive models. So consider that and consider that backing up. Again, record yourself. Make sure you know what you sound like, how you are coming across visually. Watch yourself. If you're bored at looking at yourself, you're going to be boring other people. Now, let's talk camera angle or angles. You want your camera or your laptop to be slightly above you, just ever so slightly. So you're looking up just ever so slightly. You don't want to be staring up at the ceiling, but you want to create a little bit of a longer line for whatever you do. Do not look down into your laptop. So I have to stare up your nose. Think about the angle of your camera. Again, I totally get it is so hard to get excited as a speaker when there's nobody on the other side. Now, if you have the opportunity and you get to do live events, that's fun because you can engage in the chat. Now, let's talk about, let's talk about engagement. If you're doing a live virtual, 
where you're going to get to be there, you're going to get to engage, you're going to get to be a part of the event, then yes, that is exactly what you want to do. If this were a live event, I would pause right here and go, you know what? I want to pause for a few questions. Do you have questions? And I would take some questions right there in the middle of my, of my presentation so I could do some back and forth. Now, I say that and I want to, again, pause because it may be that your event planner is not allowing that to happen. The event planner may say, you know what, we're going to have you speak for 15 minutes and then we're going to do Q&A. You can ask, can I do Q&A throughout my talk? They may agree to it or they may have a very... uh, strict regiment that they want to follow for every speaker. Uh, Again, we're going to be respectful. That's who we are as speakers. We're there to serve the audience. But you can still connect with your audience in the virtual space outside of the Q&A in the middle of a presentation. One of the tools I love is just to lean in and ask the question, hey, is this something you struggle with? does this resonate with you? Are are you with me on this? So really just to see if they're paying attention and, and just to give them an engagement opportunity, I'll say, you know, throw an emoji in the chat. Let me know. Just put okay. Flash me a sign. That allows me to say, you know what, Susie, thank you so much. I hear you, girl. Yep, I'm right there with you. And we're going back and forth. It gives some of that give and take that I love in the live event space. So I encourage you to find unique ways to do that. Now, if you're recording something that's going to be shown at a later time, there's something I really like. I love to do this. I like to say, hey, if you would love my notes, text me at this number and I'll send them to you. And then I have that special text number. I will make sure you have that in the show notes today. So make sure and go and look at those options. But I want to know that people were there and that what I said mattered. And I want to give them my show notes or my five tips or my four things. I want engagement with my audience. And I firmly believe the audience wants engagement with you. So give them opportunities to engage. One of the last things I want to talk about is rehearsing. If you're doing a live show, you're going to rehearse. I always have rehearsals when I do live tours. And I always have rehearsals when I do virtual events. Every single time. It is essential. Now, I'm not going to make you do your entire talk for me because you're a professional. But I'm going to I'm going to rehearse you coming in and in and out of the virtual room. You as a speaker, you are going to rehearse your talk. I'm not saying you're going to read it and be monotone, but I need you to rehearse what you're going to say, where you're going to look, how you're going to gesture, how you're going to use your voice, and you're going to record that and listen to it because that is going to make you better. One of the things I learned when I started doing that is I am really, really bad to look down. And it's not because I have notes in my lap. I just look down. I've learned that I have to stay engaged with a camera, 
So I have a note right above my camera that says, look here. It's just a sticky note, but it it's a prop that works for me. So watching yourself, listening to yourself, it's going to help you get better. And isn't that why we're here? We want to be better speakers. Guys, I have so loved talking to you about virtuals. We're going to talk more over on the Facebook page. And if you're not a member, it is Take the Stage Speakers on Facebook. You can search it. You'll find us there. And don't forget, sign up for the email list. It's where I give all my freebies away. It is takethestagepodcast.com. You'll see the little sign-up sheet there. And you have a great rest of your day, a great week, and I look forward to helping you take the stage. Take the stage.